We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, if you want to know why Jesus was so highly developed in his faith, it was because that he always spoke what his father said. He never did speak anything except what his father said. That's how he defeated the devil. And that's how we can defeat the devil. There's more power in the Word of God than most people have ever realized. Now, here's the point I'm coming to, and this is the thing I want you to see. This word, person, here, in verse 3, where it says, express image of his person. In other words, Jesus, or the Word, being the brightness of God's glory and the express image of God's person. The word person there is the very same Greek word that's translated substance in Hebrews 11.1. Now, that's important. Because you could actually say it this way. Now, faith is the person of things hoped for. It is the person of things hoped for. In other words, it is the personification. Even though it is not manifest, if faith is there, it is the personification of it. Now, Jesus was the personification of God's Word. He was God's Word in person form. Now here, we could read this verse of Scripture in Hebrews, the first chapter, verse 3, who being the brightness of His glory in the express image of His substance. Now the Word of God was the expressed image of God's substance. What God was, His Word was. See, that's what John said. In the beginning was the Word, the Word's with God, the Word was God. So, words are expressions of thoughts and desires. So, God's Word is the express image of His substance or His person. So, when you have a promise of God, this is God's expressed image of His substance. He's expressed it. Now, in that promise is the supernatural power, we call it the divine energy of God, to cause the manifestation of that promise. Now, I want us to take just a little different direction here. We're going to get into some things. I wanted to say those things because it helps us if we go back and repeat some of these things. You don't always get it just because you say it once. But faith in action is God's personality in manifestation. God is a faith God. So when we act in faith, it is the divine energy that is of God in us causing us to act that way. So it is actually God's personality and manifestation through us. Now, certainly through us, it is not as highly developed as it is in God. I know you understand that. Or I trust you do. Now, I want us to go to James, the second chapter. We kind of touched on this in the last session, but I want us to look at it. In the second chapter of James, you hear people say this and you hear people quote it. And then sometimes people get in trouble because of it, because of a lack of understanding. And this is one thing that you need to realize is don't ever assume that people understand what you're saying. Don't just take that assumption. You have to say it and say it and say it and say it so many ways until if they missed it one way or if they missed it the second way, then maybe you'll get it in the crossfire and they'll see what you say. 
Just keep saying it so many ways. Now, that's the reason I'm saying it, for the benefit of those in the Bible school here. And not only that, when you go out and begin to teach others, you're going to have to say it so many different ways until, you know, if they missed it two or three different ways, maybe they'll get it the other way. James makes the statement. Let's read from verse 14. James chapter 2, verse 14. What does it profit, my brethren, though a man say, I have faith and have not works, can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, and be warmed and filled, notwithstanding you give them not those things which are needful to the body, what does it profit? Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. Now, see, this is a true statement, all right. But don't take a truth. Now, I've said this and said it and said it and said it, but I'm going to say it again because we're going to approach it from a different angle. Don't take a truth and try to make it the truth. This is a truth concerning the context of this scripture. If you take this out of context, carry it over into a totally different setting, and say that if you don't act it out, then you really don't have faith. Now, see, there's some truth in that, even in any situation, but you have to be careful because if you carry this thing too far into that area, then you get people in trouble, and not only get people in trouble, get you in trouble. Because you wouldn't have full corresponding action. See, this word uh, faith without works, this word works in some translations, they translate it corresponding action. In other words, acting out your faith. Now, certainly, I'd be the first to tell you that you need to act out your faith as far as you're developed. But the problem comes when people try to go out and act beyond their faith or to go further than corresponding action would go in that situation, you see. Now, we mentioned some of this, and we'll talk some more about it. In the other session, we talked about people writing faith checks, you know. They call them faith checks. Well, they're not faith checks. They're hot checks. (laughs) You can go to jail for doing that. You wouldn't think you'd have to say this to people. You know, I'm talking about intelligent people. But sometimes when people get turned on to faith, and they want to please God. See, that's one of the reasons I read the scripture there. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And then people hear a sermon on faith and corresponding action, and they certainly don't want to displease God. So then they say, well, if I have faith, I've got to have action that shows it. So then, if I believe that God has supplied my need, or if I believe that God is going to manifest what I need and what I prayed for, then I ought to have corresponding action. I ought to act it out. So then the best way to do that would be to go ahead and write the check before the money's in the bank and send it on down there. Now, that's the way people think when they go to thinking about this corresponding action if you don't have it rightly divided, see. See, there has to be a balance in every scripture, and the key to the balance in scripture is to understand what he's talking about here. See, he's not talking about a need that you've prayed for here. He's not talking about a note on your house or the rent payment when he says, faith without corresponding action is dead. Let's keep it in the context. He's talking about an individual that came and said, Now look, I don't even have 
decent clothes to wear. I need some clothing, you know, maybe getting wintertime. And they don't have any clothing for winter. And they said, I don't have any food. Could you help me? Now, I'm telling you the reference in what he's saying here. We'll read a little further down a little bit and it'll explain it to you. What James is saying, he says, faith without works toward that man would be dead. In other words, you wouldn't help him at all if you said, go, brother, and be warmed. Go and be fed. I have faith that you'll be fed. I just have faith that your need will be supplied. Now, he said that kind of faith without some action to give that fellow some clothing or to help him in his need is dead. See, that guy doesn't need you to just believe. See, what he, need, what he needs is you to help him. He needs some corresponding action toward his need. He doesn't just need you to say, well, I believe. See, he needs some help right there. Now, notice, let's go on and read a little further. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. Now, remember, he's still talking about this individual that would come and say, Now, I have need of clothing, and I have need of food. And somebody say, I'm going to show you how great faith I have. I'm going to believe God for you, brother, that God will supply your need. I'm going to show you how great a faith I have. James says, if you're going to show me your faith that way, he said, I'm going to show you my faith by what I do for him. In other words, I'm going to pull out my billfold and give him some money or give him some clothes off my back and send him on his way and believe God to supply my clothing. Amen. Instead of supplying it for him, I'm going to believe God supplied it for me. You see what he's saying there? Now, he said, the kind of faith that say, oh, brother, I believe that your need will be supplied. Just go on. I believe it'll all work out. He said, that kind of faith without some action is dead as far as that man is concerned. You understand that? I mean, he's going to go off cold and hungry. And your faith hadn't helped him a bit at that point. You understand what I'm saying? Now, he says, Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works. I will show you my faith by my works. And he said, If you could show me your faith without works, what I'm going to do is end up showing you my faith by my works, by the things that I do in faith. In other words, he said, I'm going to be a doer of the Word of God. See, James is the one that said, Be not hearers of the Word, but doers. If any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man that beholdeth his natural face in a glass. And he straightway goeth his way and forgetteth what manner of man he was. Now what he's referring to there in the first chapter, he said, if a man be a hearer of the word, he hears what the word said about him. He hears what the word said about supplying his needs. And that if you give, it shall be given unto you and all the good promises of God. He said he looks into a mirror and he sees what manner of man he is. Now, the mirror he's referring to as being the Word of God. Because the Word of God accurately reflects to us what we really are. Thank you for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Our offer this week is offer number 7056. That's 7056. It's God's Creative Power for Finances, a mini book plus a CD where the mini-book is narrated by yours truly, Charles Capps, for $10 plus $3 postage and handling. 
Now, the publishing house, which has published all of my books, have been after me for 15 years to bring a book out entitled God's Creative Power for Finances to help people get the confessions in their heart concerning finances. You know, there's so many people that believe that God wants them to have good health, but there's a lot of people that wonder, why am I not advanced financially? You know, I'm doing what I know to do. Well, get the Word of God in your mouth. This is the principle of sowing and reaping. You sow the Word, you sow it in your heart, you proclaim it. The way you sow it is to say it, speaking the Word of God. So my daughter, Annette, has helped me with this book, and we authored this book. It's called God's Creative Power for Finances. It's on CD also. You get the book and the CD for a total of $13. Now, in this book and on this CD, we talk about the fact that there are principles that are involved in your finances. Giving is a part of it. Being faithful to God and doing what the Word says to do. You know, some people just pray for God to drop money out of heaven to them, but it doesn't happen that way. It is a process, and you build it into your heart, into your spirit, then it comes naturally. That's offer number 7056, a mini book, plus the CD for $10, plus $3 postage and handling. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.